want to find a reliable source for your Hot Toys and Sideshow collectible figures? If so, Modelzone.co.uk is one of the largest UK sellers of Hot Toys and Sideshow, so you can be confident buying from them. Unlike some retailers, they only take pre-orders for stock they have definitely secured and will keep you up to date with the latest release date information. And if the product price increases before launch, you'll still pay the price displayed at the time of your order. Even better, if the product price goes down before launch, you'll pay the lower price. You also get the free track delivery by secure courier, so there's no extra charges. The price you see is the price you pay. At ModelZone, they understand the importance of receiving your collectibles in perfect condition, so they ensure all packaging is perfectly sealed and intact. You're guaranteed a great service at ModelZone from start to finish. Check out Hot Toys and Sideshow Collectibles available to pre-order now at www.modelzone.co.uk. Episode 8, the starting to get annoying kid episode of the Hot Toy Cast. The creme de la creme of action figure podcasts where you use your brain to absorb all the important things you need to know about high-end collectible action figures, from likes of Hot Toys, Interbay, A3 Toys, and Sideshow Collectibles, as well as many more. Every month or so, your host and I'll review and discuss the latest news and releases from the companies that you that make action figures we going to dream of as kids. Now, if you will, allow me to introduce your most noble and honourable hosts. My name is Master Eamon Donahue, also known as Eamon on Toy Boards. My name's uh, Master Jeff Parker, also known as Wookster in certain circles. And uh, this is Master Michael Crawford, known as pretty much Michael Crawford everywhere. We three, although we might be getting the fourth later on in the show, fully grown men are all lovers and collectors of action figures that cost us an arm and a leg, and the occasional basket of kittens. Now let us delight your ears with the review on, I believe we all have the Hot Toys Avengers Thor figure. Oh yes, we do indeed. So, mm-hmm. uh, I th- I, yeah. go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say, I, I, read, I read Mike's review, I, I generally, try and, uh, generally try and avoid reviews before I've done anything on one, but, um, but that one did sneak in, and uh, so yeah, yeah it's, it's a cool figure. Well, I'll be interested to hear, to hear Mike's views on it again. Take it ahead then, Mike. Um, well, actually... I haven't reviewed Thor yet, have I, Jeff? Are you forgetting? I thought you did. Oh, no, no sorry. I'm, no, I'm, did, no. Uh, in fact, it was, it, was the ori- it was the original Thor. Sorry. And I have done the original Thor, yeah, but I haven't the review yeah. yet. You've got yours written up, correct? I have, yeah. I, I, I did like a triple whammy. Uh, I thought, because I, I, was, I was slipping, so I thought I'd, I'd get Thor and uh, Black Widow and, uh, and Captain America and his, uh, and his, his more recent Avenger dugs done as a triple whammy. So, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Sorry, I went back and read your original Thor review because I just thought, you know, let, let, let's catch your, catch your thoughts on that. Because I think the funny thing is with the new guy, the new Thor, as much as I love it, and I really do, I think it's a huge improvement on the original one, the big thing that's lacking, and I know he didn't wear it in the Avengers, is the helmet. And it's kind of like, I just think, you know, if it's Thor and you want a good representation of Thor on your shelf, you've, you've got to have the option of the helmet at least. And, uh, and yeah, that was, that was a bit of a downer, I think, that they didn't, they didn't kind of even just, just sneak one in the back door, even though it, I know it's the movie masterpiece series, I know it's meant to be as close to the film as it can be, but I thought, yeah, it would have been nice to have snuck that in. Uh, the helmet is a nice helmet design as well. I, so a, lot of yeah. people, a lot of people didn't like the helmet, but on the previous Thor figure, the helmet, the, the wigs were not quite at the right angle, were they? Oh no! You see, you, you've lost me there. I mean, I, I watched the movie. I've, I've got the figure. Um, it seemed okay to me, but I'm I, I'm one of these guys that's kind of a that, that, you know I, I do like to you know freeze frame the film every now and then and have a little look at it. But um, I have to admit, it didn't kind of jump out at me as being particularly wrong. But um, it's not particularly wrong. It's just a little, just a little different. But I I, I agree with you. I actually would have loved to help it as well. But yeah. Mike. 
Uh, yeah, it, that's kind of echo Jeff's thoughts. I mean, it's a beautiful figure. It's a huge improvement over the original, I think, as much as I did like the original. Mm. Um, you know, I thought the original did, you know, you could get it in that pose just like the, the poster, and it really did um, capture the head sculpt really well. Yeah. But yeah. this one this one is an improvement all the way around. It's just that, and, you know, Avengers is such a great movie that even if you thought originally, you know, I've already got Thor, I've already got Black Widow, I don't really need to reproduce them again. Mm-hmm. Having them in the Avengers look together is really special. Oh yes, uh, indeed. But you know, lacking the helmet is that—that that is a bit of an annoyance. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, the, the thing about the figure is that it—it it, it just kind of the new one, the new one just seems to kind of have. Uh, uh, it just stands more naturally. There's something about the way they've designed everything around it. It just—it's it, the same with the Black Widow. It's like there's been this kind of little, although it's not that long ago that we got these two figures. There's, there seems to be another kind of quantum leap with Hot Toys, and as much as they're just everything's just that little bit more finer tuned. Oh my um, God, it certainly is. Yes. Because with the Black Widow, I mean, you stand the two figures together, and uh, it, the old one, which I loved at the time when it came out, uh, now kind of just looks like this kind of Amazonian inflatable doll, whereas the new one just looks like a small replica of Scarlett Johansson, which is which is a nice thing to own. It is very um, so. Yeah, yeah, and so, so yeah, I was absolutely. The funny thing is, uh, Black Widow was the one that I was probably on paper the least excited about um, from, from the lineup. But now she's act- now I've got her in hand. She's she's probably my favourite. I think just think as a figure, as an action figure, as as a as a representation, she's just so cool. And the outfit's fantastic. The 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 sculpt, the portrait, I think is is sublime. I mean, it's just um, it's just just really captures something of, of Scarlett Johansson. Oh, it's, it's um, quite and- uncanny, isn't it? Well, yeah. the costume really is nice. I mean, they, they've really improved the, the flexibility of the material. It really, it's Ooh. still that nice, tight-fitting material, but she's a lot more poseable than the original version yeah. was. Um, and the rooted hair is continuing to improve. Absolutely. Yes. Better yeah. at it. It's sort of like everything else Hot Toys has done, right? They start out, they do a good job in the beginning, they try some things nobody else is really trying because they've already thrown up their hands and given up on it. Um, and so Hot Toys comes along and says, well, you know, we think we can, we can make this work. And after a year or so, you're, you're you're not even sure why they never did it. You know why it wasn't that way in the first place. It's just yeah, perfect. Yeah. And if you look at like the original, uh, the original Black Widow uh, figures like Angelica or uh, uh, Silk Spectre, and then you and the improvement from those to this uh, new Black Widow is really quite impressive. It is, yeah. And it, I think it's it's something that I really needed to address is the female figures because. Um, they, they've always kind of, not always, but they've kind of felt a little bit like an afterthought. The, the body design is good, it's kind of solid, but it just hasn't, it's lacked the kind of finesse that they've put into a lot of the male bodies. Now, I'm sure a lot of that is to do with the fact that, you know, a simple matter of, of kind of economics is that, that female figures don't seem to sell quite as well as male figures. Um, but that's kind of not an excuse for be putting, to be putting out a product that's sending less than kind of your best. And I think they really kind of realized that recently in their female figures. I think it was noticeable with, with Angelica as well, is that they've really kind of upped their game on trying to uh, just, just kind of perfect the kind of the, the way that the female form works with the head and the way the hair works and the way the clothes kind of fit it. I think Baby uh, Doll was a, was, a, was a good punch up higher as well when they, when they got the yeah. Baby Doll as well. I think she, she was a really good... Um, could could a good seven rider just because it's it's one thing getting a female body it's getting the female body as they appear in the movie and especially with something like the baby doll I thought her legs were mm. just perfect and her whole yeah. look and her kind of her her, her kind of her little bubble button her shoulders and her whole her whole stature is really quite out of the movie and that's what I think they got really yeah. right with this um, Black Widow as well now admittingly she is slightly slimmer than Scarlet but 
you you turn you turn the Black Widow around, and you it that is Scarlet's physique. Admittingly, it's a slightly idealized physique, but you know yeah. she's got her nice full upper thigh. She's got a nice butt. You know her her large boobs are notably 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 squished right into that top. <laughs> I, you know, I, I, you notice these things, and it's just her whole stature, yeah. her lovely long neck, and it's like the. I'm, I'm wondering, is it the is it the head sculpting? Is it the paint apps that's different than this time? Because the eyes on this one, particularly, I mean, they've gone mm. to real. I de- I dare say, there would have been loads of trial and errors to get the eyes right yeah. on this figure from yeah. too heavy, too much eyeshadow to too little eyeshadow, too much glass, too little glass, because. Either go one or over the other, or one or the other over on the other side of each of those, and you could be running into trouble. She could look too hookerish, too sluttish in one, or she could da 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 da. So it's very. Yeah. Me female figures are are delicate. With guys, you can get into the face and give them cuts and wrinkles and creases, but girls, they have to be so super smooth and pristine, and everything has to look bang on. And yeah. what I what I love about this, you know, they give her a little a little mole on her cheek. They got a little kink on the side of her lip. They've they've added some of the imperfections from Scarlett Johansson as well, which I just find absolutely lovely. Um, yeah. How difficult did you guys find the old hair when you got it out the box? I mean, I mine wasn't actually too bad. I was about ten fifteen minutes futzing with it and kind of got it in the right kind of shape. I I got it when you well you saw mine. I think I got mine into an okay hairstyle. It was all right. Mm. Yeah, I was happy with mine. I, I thought it was pretty good right out of the box. They they did a much better job this time, and they've got so much product in it this time that yeah. That, uh, and it's not just straight hairspray, which sometimes doesn't work all that well. Yeah, they put a lot of product yeah. in this hair, actually. So it is. I yeah, guess. I mean, yeah, mine mine was pretty cool straight from the box. I mean, it had one of those classic kind of plastic, you know, wraps around the, the hair, keeping it in place. Uh, and yeah, I, I I found it was pretty minimal putzing, just kind of like uh, just kind of making sure it was out of her face. I I think I actually plucked one of hair that seemed to have gone awry, and it was kind of just turned into like a really unmanageable pube that didn't want to do anything. So I ended up pulling that one out. But apart from that, it was all cool, ready to go. Yeah, that happened might as well. You just have to kind of like push it up just a little bit and kind of bunch it up from the bottom yeah. and give it a bit of volume on top because it's serious hat hair, as the girls say. Serious hat hair, yeah. as my girlfriend <laughs> said. Oh, she's got mad hat hair. It's when she out the box. You have to kind of push <laughs> that hair up, up just a little bit, you know. My manhood was uh, secure that day, I'll tell you. It was an interesting thing because she's very, she's, 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 I mean, like, yeah, I got the baby doll and stuff like that, but, you know, Scarlett is such an icon. I mean, everyone knows who Scarlett is. And it's like, you, you post a picture of her on Facebook, and it's like, even, like, some of my lady friends are like, oh, my God, she's absolutely beautiful. Loads, I mean, it's it's one of those, you, you were, we were on about the sales of uh, f- uh, female figures. I'd be very yeah. curious to see how the sales of this one goes. Well, yeah, as I was saying, I mean, when, when I was re- uh, researching for my uh, for my review, just like as in the where to buy section, it soon became apparent that uh, she's very thin on the ground. Um, she's kind of just it's just kind of eBay prices now. Sideshow sold out; there wasn't even a wait list. Um, and uh, and right. Captain America seems to have sold pretty well. Uh, the only one that seems to be readily available is Thor for for whatever reason. He doesn't seem to be particularly popular, even on the sideshow site. He's uh, he's he's readily available. So I wonder if people are just thinking, oh, I'll make do with my original uh, on that one. Um, whereas uh, those that didn't buy Black Widow last time are, uh, are making the, uh, the, the the choice to buy her and, and perhaps upgrade as well. Yeah, it's probably more common that they didn't buy her the first time around and yeah, that's what waited I thought. For, for this version. Then Thor, yeah. I bet a lot of people bought that first Thor. Yeah, I, I I had that first Thor as well, but I've 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 already kind of put him up for sale and stuff like that because of, uh, of this one. I mean, when I first saw the face sculpt of this new Thor, I was like, oh yeah, that it's definitely you, there's better paint apps. No, I wasn't actually blown away by it. On any of the photographs I saw of Thor's face sculpt, the armor and everything looked absolutely awesome. I was especially rocked by the armor because whatever about the last one, as nice as it was, there was two things that bugged me mostly about the last one. 
Didn't yeah. think he was quite bulky enough. I didn't think he quite had the muscle mass of of, of Hemsworth. And and yeah. I also felt that uh, you know he was he, the, the armor, the the arm armor and the the, the chainmail esque whatever whatever you want to call it on his arms, just was not screen accurate. I mean the, you can see that it was trying, and you can see here that it's actually the same sort of rubber they've used again here, but whatever they've. I, I don't know. It's just someone just brain just kind of twisted on. Ah, why don't we do it this way? Or You'd love to see the the thought process as how why why the first Thor had that kind of armor, which was ve- it was just different. It was it was sectioned. They had se- se- separations between us, you know. It was and it, was, mm-hmm. and, it was, and it wasn't silver. It had this kind of greenish gray hue to it, which I didn't quite like. Whereas this stuff is just it just shines and just got this great color on them, and it really makes them stand out. And the face sculpt. The face sculpt in hand is just, it's bloody awesome. But for some other reason, yeah. photographs, I wasn't particularly, I mean, I thought it was good, but I wasn't particularly blown away by it. You know? I dare say this, might, this is what might happen with Wolverine from the X-Men 3 as well. <coughs> I think, I yeah, think, I, I think yeah, in hand, that's going to look awesome. Yeah, I'm strangely not excited by the Wolverine figure, but, uh, you know, I wasn't a, a huge film of, uh, sorry, a huge fan of, uh, of the, the, the later kind of X-Men films, um, particularly the third one. But, um, yeah, you know, I'd be interested to see how it turns out. But I wonder if the Thor thing is, with a lot of people, it's it's kind of like with that Predator 2 figure we, we touched on briefly last time, yeah. is that it's a huge improvement on the original, but at the same time there's a sense of being there, done that. It's kind of like, okay, so you've upgraded it, but um, at the same time I've kind of seen it before. Um, I wonder if there's just a little sense of that sometimes. I mean, I don't know. I mean, you 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 put you put them alongside each other, and I mean, it's like, the thing is, I I would dare say you put them in people's hands and who ha- who are on the fence about this figure, and because they have the old one, I dare say if you put this in people's actually hands and they saw it in hand, they might actually change their mind because, especially the way the armor fits on him, the whole upper yeah. chest plate plate on him, it's it's re- like there's 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 some pectoral cuts in there. There's some really it, yeah. it's it's bulky in the right parts. It's nice and tidy in the waist to give him a really good sense of the V shape on the back and everything like that. And just the overall finishing on it is just nicer. To, they've got this uh, great way yeah. of doing metallic at the moment. And if you get right yeah. in there, has anyone actually been able to figure that out? What the little on his uh, the, the circles on his chest are? They, their geeks are going to kill me now because there actually is a technical yeah. name for those bare things on his the circles oh, yeah. of his well, armor. The, the big the big buttons. <laughs> yeah, the big the big buttons, the big buttons, the, the, le- the Lego blocks, as my friend calls them on a yeah. Thor T-shirt. But it's even got little ruins written on the inside circle and everything like that. I, I, yeah, I think yeah. you need a magnifying glass to read them, but they're distinctively printed on there. That's like yeah, awesome. That's cool. Yeah, it's kind of like when they did Spider-Man. When when if you look at the hands and you look really closely at the hand prints, they've got that kind of honeycomb effect on the red parts as well. You've got the, yeah. you've got the black webbing, and then but then you've got this really fine uh, kind of honeycomb effect running over the rest of the suit. And it's that kind of detail. That's that's the kind of really kind of cool stuff. But the thing I really loved about the new thought, another small thing was um, just the definition in the arms. Although they've created the sleeves of the, that kind of like metal uh, crisscross effects mm-hmm. in the same way as the first one. There's just so much more definition in the upper arm. You can kind of see the biceps and you can kind of see the way the arm is kind of formed underneath. Even though it's kind of, it's a bit kind of hollow, it's almost like they've just kind of formed it over the top of a, uh, of a, of a kind of a mus- muscly arm so that yeah. it can kind of move. They but you can just see much there. more. Yeah, yeah. I really like that. Mike, any more thoughts there on Thor? No, not really, but what do you guys think about Loki? Ah, oh, I don't have him yet. Right then, we don't have Loki yet. I'm, I'm, oh, mine is on the yeah. way. Mine is on the way. It's on the way. I know it's being shipped right now. Ah, I can't well, wait. I hopefully, it'll have the review done. I don't know. I've been trying to get to it all week, and I haven't had time. But um, 
I have, you know, deboxed it and played around with it a bit, and cool. it is, it is, um, it's another one of those figures though that it's that price is getting up there, you know, that two hundred dollar yeah. price where somewhat similar to Red Skull, you're 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 getting a really great figure, but it, man, it's hard to say that it's a two hundred dollar figure. Hmm. Um, he does the, the the sculpt is extremely good, but there's something about the paint this time that's not. It's a it's a little more shaded on um, the skin tone than in some mm. cases, and so it just seems a little more toyish to me than sometimes we've seen with Hot Toys, especially recently. Mm. Um, it's not terrible, but it's just not quite on, on, the on same. On what aspects of them? Like, uh, like I said, the paint, the, the skin tone, it seems a little more... Um, you know how a lot of times they have that translucent quality to the skin now that sort yeah, of gives yeah, it yeah. that realistic depth. It seems to be lacking that. It seems to be more more tan and a little more heavily shaded in some places around the cheeks and the eyes. And that makes it a little less real. It makes it a little less lifelike in hand, I think. It's not terrible, oh, but it's just I not quite... Was I wasn't blown away with it when I pulled oh, it out right. of the box. The helmet is also going to drive you crazy, I can tell you right now. Oh, the way you put it on. Yeah, the way you put it on. It just it's a, it's getting it. It comes in two pieces, and you have to pop them apart. And I swear to God, I thought for sure it was going to snap when I popped them apart. Uh, it did. It did finally come apart. But man, it. You know it how easy it is to break these things. And it's, is it kind of like the Samurai Predator? Yeah, yeah, and it's because that Samurai Predator had me sweating. It's very thin plastic too. So as you're as you're trying to pull it apart, you're thinking, oh, something's going to snap. So yeah. it does pop apart, and then one piece goes on, the, you know, the lower piece around his jawline, and then the top piece you have to snap it back on again. Well, getting it together is just about as hard as it was to get it apart. So it's not something you're going to do a whole lot of times. He looks, I think, better in the helmet than without. So once you get it on, it's probably going to stay. Yeah. I also thought, it, which, and I'm not sure. I have to go back and check some stills from the movie if I get a chance here. He's the green in the costume seems a bit more leprechaun than I remember in the movie. All right, it, it, he has kind of a look like he's you know on the Lucky Charms box. Straight out <laughs> you know, the I, I actually thought those were the photographs that were giving me that impression. Actually, I was like, the a, a the skin, like like you just mentioned. I was like, Jesus, is the skin really that kind of flat? It wasn't flat, but you know. Plasticky. I didn't. I, yeah, I, it has more of a, a toyish, you know, like something high end sideshow would do. Not mm-hmm. quite the same level of realism that we see out of Hot Toys. And then the green, yeah, the green is just, it seems a little too um, green. <laughs> it's funny because when green. I saw some of the early photos of it are uh, kind of on Facebook, you know, they kind of tend to get them out to some of the, the photographic bloggers quite early. Um, some of the early photos were stunning. I just thought it looked amazing. Um, but obviously not having seen it in hand, I'll, you know, I'll definitely trust your judgment on that, Mike, because it, it just sounds like it, they haven't quite uh, hit the ball out of the park on that Well, one. the rest of the costume is outstanding in terms of the material and everything. I love the shoulder armor. The boots yeah. are the two-piece boots again, so you get the full range of motion out of the ankles. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, all of that is great. The, the underlying garments underneath the, the outer jacket and armor are yeah. terrific. Um, the body has a, is, is a lot more poseable than you'd expect because they've done a good job with the material. Um, so yeah, I mean, and the, and the accessories are nice. You got the hand, you're not yeah, the handcuffs, whatever those yeah. uh, magical handcuffs they used in um, uh, a number of different hands and the the, the tesseract container. Um, so yeah, it's it's a nice figure. Uh, it's going to look great with the rest of them. You know, it's it, I can't wait to get Hulk once we get Hulk and we can. Finish off our Avengers line. There is yes. going to look fantastic. Yeah, um, yeah. I've got all. But it just wasn't the quite uh, blown away as I was with Black Widow. No. Well, that's a little disappointing to hear. Well, we'll, we'll, 
maybe we'll do a, a kind of a well, all of us will do a fully more extensive review when we've all kind of got them in hand. Yeah. And that. At the moment, it, right? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's, it's funny you mentioning about the boots there because I really like the way they handle that on Thor, and they've obviously done the same thing with uh, with Loki. Is that kind of where they you keep the ankle articulation because they've kind of disguised the, the, and blended it there? Because um, while well, that was one of the one of the few things that I did notice between the old Black Widow and the new one when I actually got them out was that the original uh, had those really nice soft rubber boots, so she had really great uh, ankle articulation. She could like stand her in any position, and that's one the one thing that is kind of really lacking on the new one. It's a bit like Captain America as well. They both got those really solid boots. Which means you're uh, you're always going to be slightly limited in those uh, in where you can place the feet. True, true. You can still get some great poses out of her, though. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. You can get some amazing poses, but I just really love it when you can tilt the ankles. It, it just really adds a little bit more. It does, it does, it does. It gives it an extra little bit of grounding, doesn't it? When a character yeah. is like standing there, but are a bit more like solid looking. But I love the way you can pose her and you can put the arms across her. And, oh, there's so many things mm. that you can you can do with her and stuff. I'm a little bit uh, uneasy about actually going nuts on the posing because you, you'd hear you'd hate to um, really permanently damage because like. Straight out the box, her arms are very... The arms on her costume are very, like, perfectly straight and uncreased. But once you start bending the arms, that's it. You've got a crease there permanently. Even if you just bend the arms up once at the elbow, that's mm-hmm. it. There's a crease there permanently, which I guess just adds a sense of realism to the whole thing, and I guess yeah. that, that kind of adds. But I, I, I haven't quite embraved bending the knees yet because I've bent the knees yeah. ever so slightly, and the, the knee articulation is a little harsh, so you get some of the shape of the articulation bulging through the knee and stuff, and that's a bit unattractive and stuff. So I haven't. It's, it, it's like it's like baby doll in that respect, wasn't it? With those thin stockings, yeah, kind of yeah. like her knees could look very odd, but but when she was just standing, it looked great. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Right then. So that's we've pretty much actually covered. Thor, Black Widow, and Loki, they're all in, all in one big, nice, juicy go. So I mm. think maybe we could move on to one of you guys have got something a bit special. I believe, Mike, you've got the 3A Halo figure. Yeah, yeah, I got that last weekend. Uh, I did a review on the site. Uh, he is an outstanding figure. You know, it's nice to see 3A stepping outside the Ashley Wood licenses. I, they do a fantastic job with those. Jeff's done a number of reviews of, this, yeah. of, of their work they've done on you know, PopBot and, and World War uh, Robot. And um, it's nice though to see him step out, and it's not like they're getting way outside their comfort zone here. You know, they, the Commander Carter's a, a a dude in a suit that looks like a robot, so you know you're still staying in that sort of robot area. And I yeah. know they're also doing um, Adam from um, uh, Real Steel. They're they're producing yeah. that figure as well, which is again a huge robot that uh, should fit right in with their wheelhouse. But yeah, the 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 Halo figure is fantastic. The lights, I will say that they got to, again, you know, it's interesting when you start seeing companies who are just starting to do things um, that they haven't really tried to do a lot of before. The The light-up feature they have, it's it's it, it's bright, it's uh, uh, extensive. There must be, oh, eight or ten LEDs um, at least. Um, it's uh, gorgeous when it's turned on. However, the way they designed it, uh, the switches are almost... Uh, the one switch, you have to actually take the backpack off to get to the switch that is the main switch for the torso and the head. And it also lights up the backpack. So the backpack plugs into a small... You know, there's little metal prongs that actually plug in. And every time you want to turn it on or off, you have to unplug that backpack again to get to the switch. Um, and you're always worried about bending one of the little prongs or, you know... Uh, so that's kind of a, a weak design point there. And the batteries in the arms, both arms have lights that light up and use three of the very, very small uh, watch batteries. They're yeah. 377s is the ones that Energizer has. Uh, very small, and it's deep inside the back of the, uh, in, in the tricep in the back. 
and getting the batteries actually in there is almost impossible. You can get the first two. It recommends three. I don't think there's any way to get that third one in there. I tried and tried. Now mine actually has a battery buried down in the bicep armor because it flipped up in the air and landed down in there, and I couldn't get the damn thing out. So um, what happened, though, is I noticed that I could turn. I had the switch on when I was putting the batteries in, and sure enough, two of the batteries are enough to light the lights as bright as the rest of them. Um, I suspect they won't last a real long time with only the two batteries, uh, but they do light it bright enough to go with the others. So you can you can get by with just two. Yeah. It's also kind of a bummer that the batteries aren't included because that's another fifteen bucks or so you're gonna have to go spend on batteries. Oh, yeah. I have to say, yeah, I kind of always think you know you should at least get the first, even if it's just a display set. I think you should always get a set included. Yeah, yeah. for two hundred bucks, you figure you get batteries. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's. No, I did. I did make a mistake in the review. I said that the retail suggested retail on on uh, the the Halo figure was three hundred, uh, and that. I found it in a number of places in that 200 range. It's actually around 200 is the suggested retail. Oh, right. Adam figure that's suggested retail at 300. Ah, uh, right. He's even bigger in terms of his scale. Yeah, because they've, they've done a few figures, haven't they, from uh, from that real steel? Oh, have uh, they already? I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, yeah I think I think this is the third one. This is the yeah. third one they've done. Adam um, is the third one. Who else did they do first? Oh did, God, I've never even. I did didn't the gladiator one with the kind of punk hairdo? Yeah. Um, and they uh, did, and they did the one at the very start of the movie, that gets yeah. pounded to death by the uh, pounded to death as a machine. The does. Japanese dude. The, the no the the one with the bull the one that takes the the one that the bull destroys that one. So they've done that uh, one. They've done the one with the I'm terrible with the names. They've done one with the kind yeah. of like the punk Mr. T gladiator type hairdo, or the, like a Roman helmet kind of. Or yeah, they probably should have started with Adam, but. Yeah, well, there you go. And and so Adam's the main one, isn't he? He's the main trainer. Yeah, yeah, boxing, yeah. He's the main he? character. He's, he's the main. Yeah, they're definitely they're one that awesome figures. Awesome. If I had money to burn, I would have them in a heartbeat. If I had yeah, money to burn, I'd... the sculpting is absolutely beautiful. The paintwork, the the wear and tear on the armor, on yeah, of his uh, armor, it's just amazing. They just that's a hard thing to do to make it yeah. actually look like wear and tear, and not just okay, it's. Dry brush or whatever. That's trying to look like wear and tear, and they really do pull it off well. And he's and what's nice about it too is even though he's this heavily armored character, they've designed it in such a way that he still has a very good range of movement in the body. The articulation isn't very blocked. Uh, it isn't particularly restricted uh, as much as you would expect from that level of armor. Uh, yeah, well, I just had a quick look on the internet, and I noticed that uh, they, one of the ones that they've already made is uh, called Midas. I know there was another one they've already made, whose name I'm not sure, but the thing that really impressed me was uh, this one that's called Noisy Boy. He looks very cool. Yeah, that was the the Japanese robot that they had. The second robot, yeah, the big blue yeah, yeah. samurai looking. Yeah, that's he was him. pretty yeah. cool. Well, these pictures are obviously of the uh, of the of the, 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 the prototype because he's all white at the moment. But you can kind of see the Japanese kind of samurai helmet thing going on. He's got these huge forearms uh, with kind of what look like actually light up LED digital kind of uh, numbers on them. So uh, yeah, that looks uh, that looks pretty impressive. Yeah, Adam will have the light-up eyes, but I'm just hoping they they design the switches a little different. Yeah, I mean, how 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 does this? I mean, how do they actually actually do with that painting on them? I mean, that 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 cannot be that has to all be done by hand. That kind of brushing and and weathering. Yeah, how it has to be done manually by hand, and no one figure is ever going to look the same as well either. I mean, I'm, you'd yeah. love to see the kind of design notes they have on there for the dudes that do that. Okay, this must be etched this way. I mean, what do they do like to get it so kind of? You'd love to put two of them side by side and compare the differences yeah, between yeah. them, you know, and just to see are there much differences between between because they all have to be with a figure like this. I mean, they all have to have a certain. 
level of variation, don't they? I mean, that's it's yeah. quite outstanding. So it is, isn't it? Does that little well, thing on his um, forearm, the the little digital read on his forearm, that lights up? And is there? It, do you actually see the little digital readouts on him? Is there like a translucent thing over? Or what, what is that about? Oh, what you're talking about on this? Um, that, the, that one I was just talking about. The, no, the Halo dude. Big boy. No, the Halo. Oh, the Halo. He's got. Uh, he's got just the bright blue LEDs. There's probably there's one on either bicep. There's a couple on either side of the helmet. There's a couple uh, on either side of the chest. A couple on either side of the leg. Uh, a couple on the backpack, that sort of thing. Ah, uh, cool. Incidentally, listeners, uh, you can listen. You can actually see the images of what we're talking about on the podcast. So any of you guys on a, on a device or even on iTunes, uh, while we're talking, if you actually click on the thingy, you'll see that uh, we are actually showing the images of the things we're actually talking about. So it's kind of a little bit more interactive. There's a technical term for what kind of podcast that is. Something slightly overreaching. It's just a, simply a podcast with added pictures. But there is a technical term for that, and I don't know what that is. But there you go. <laughs> Right, so, right, well, so what was the next one we have? I believe you have a, a Tamiyashi C-3PO, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, uh, yeah, the, uh, I th- I'm not quite sure what the Tamashi Nation thing actually denotes. I think it's something to do with a collective of different companies when they kind of work under a different umbrella. Um, I mean, the different logos on the back of the boxes, Tamashi Nations, there's 12 perfect model. Uh, obviously, we've got the Sideshow logo there because um, because they're using the Sideshow license to do one-sixth figures and the Lucasfilm license as well. Strange enough, not Disney yet. Um, but yeah, this must have been uh, this must be secured before the deal was brokered. Um, but no, this is just an amazing figure. Whoa. I mean, it's it's, uh, it's just, it really has blown any 12-inch Star Wars figure I've got out of the water. And I love the um, uh, the Luke that, that Hot Toys did recently. I mean, the, 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 you know, the, the sculpt is you know very good, but it's not it's not quite there. But it's still an amazing figure. Um, but but this C three P it's just it's just a miniature replica of of the costume. It is just outstanding. Um, I'm sitting here with it in my hand. It weighs an absolute ton. I mentioned it briefly on the last when we had Brant on um, from from Sideshow. Um, and just mentioned that you know the pictures I'd seen had really impressed me, and he said you know it's a hefty piece of kit, but yeah, until you actually hold it, you don't realise how heavy because this thing is like pretty much all metal. Um, but the detailing, considering it's metal, is just so fine and sublime. And there's there's a there's there's not a lot of articulation, but there again, there wasn't a hell of a lot of articulation in the suit. If you see uh, Anthony Daniels trying to kind of yeah. lumber around in that thing, yeah. um, I was looking at some images of, of the uh, of the cast suit the other day because I was thinking, you know, I want to get around to reviewing this, and the trunks that he wore under that kind of fit into the the upper thigh armor. I'll use the word armor. Casting were were all rigid, so the guy could literally just shuffle. Um, you know, and, and there's, there's, it makes you realize because this is a this is an absolute replica of the outfit. And it makes you realize just how, how little movement he had in the upper thigh. I mean, he literally could only shuffle. Um, but no, as I say, it's a, it's a beautiful, it's a, an absolutely beautiful um, uh, rendering of him because um, I, I don't know whether it was uh, done in three D as in computer model. I would imagine it was. Um, it being this kind of figure. Um, but it's the, it's the closest I've ever seen. And I, I mean, I was really impressed, obviously, I think I will were with Sideshow full-scale figures uh, that they did of uh, R2 and, and, and 3PO. But even there, the face on 3PO just didn't seem quite right. You know, for all of us that are geek enough to have grown up watching it like a hundred times, you know, you, these figures have got so into our DNA that, we, you know, we, we just know when it's not right. And, and um, so it, that kind of happens with Vader and, and the Stormtroopers. When, whenever it's not quite right, whenever a company does it, we, we, we just know. But this is, this is right. It just feels right to me. Um, and it's, uh, yeah, it's just pretty outstanding. And he's made out of metal. He's completely made out of metal, yeah. And his eyes light up. You have to, you have to kind of pop his head off 
and the head comes into two pieces and there's a little button inside the head that you flick on. Um, now, since I've received it, I've kind of been looking on Sideshow and there's a, obviously a number of other collectors that picked this thing up and most seem pretty, uh, pretty impressed. Um, I think the only people that haven't been impressed are people that have received one with faults. Um, uh, luckily, mine was pretty much perfect. There's a small little kind of mark on his trunks, but it's, I can live with it as far as I'm concerned. You know, the figure in the film that had received quite a bit yeah, of a, a Yeah, some punishment. little wear would have been quite nice. Actually, he's very clean. He's a brand new older manufacturer, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, I mean, th this, this is how he appears at the end of, of the film, and he's kind of when they're all getting their medals. So he's, yeah, he's yeah. been polished up. He's still got the silver leg on the right, yeah, I but, love um, the but he's leg. yeah, but he's he's still shiny. Whereas uh, you know, there's part of me. I'm sure they're going to follow this up because they must have put a lot of R and D into this uh, in the production. I'm sure that they're going to follow it up with a, with an oily tattooing kind of. Uh, uh, version of the figure, um, which you know the, the the price this thing's retailing for. I don't think a lot of people are going to be buying a second figure, but it'll give those that are kind of thinking, "God, I wish I'd jumped," uh, the chance to have a, a kind of a more distressed version. Wow. I just hope they hurry up and get R two out now. Yeah, I would imagine he'll probably be in steel too as well. We'll, we'll, we'll call it. Yeah, he'll be, yeah. Apparently, he's going to be metal, but apparently, there's uh, the release date isn't for another year yet. So, um, right, okay. which is good because you can start saving. Right. Okay. Now, how, yeah, what was the price as compared to a hot toy? Uh, well, it was pretty expensive. I have to admit, I um, I got this off Amazon because I couldn't um, be bothered to do all the shipping and risk a huge amount of uh, of import taxes. Uh, and it was like two hundred and sixty something, um, which is a hefty old amount for a figure. It is. Um, but that said, at the moment I look at it and I pick it up and it makes me smile. And it is pretty much the jewel of you know the kind of one sixth collection at the moment. And that, and I and I've got some. Some figures that you know are, are, are real favourites, um, and uh, but this one is just blowing me away. No, I've never actually heard of Tamashi Nations until now. I, 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 I mean, I was I yeah, I originally think it was something to do with Bandai. I think that was the figure that had the license, and then they were working with Sideshow, obviously, because Sideshow hold the one sixth license for articulated figures. Um, so, I'm, and I, I did a little while ago. I have to look it up again. I did look up Tamashi Nations, and it was something to do with it's. It's kind of a name used when you have a collective of different. Uh, Companies that are kind of working together, but I'll, I'll have to I'll have to check that out. I don't want to missell them. Cool and cooperative, uh, Mike. Do you want to know anything about Imaginations? Uh, no, I don't. I think that what Jeff is saying is correct. It's a conglomerate when they when they want to band together to produce something. Uh, but that's about all I've ever heard. Ah, right, okay. Oh, in fact, I've just, I've just emailed it. It says, Tamashi Nations Bluefin. Tamashi Nations is an umbrella label accompanying Japan's top collectible brands that contain products from popular giant robot shows. That's without me clicking on that and more, but that kind of like pretty much encapsulates it. Right, okay. Well, there you go. That's, well, that, that's it for reviews and, and general figure talk. <laughs> I was actually hoping that maybe we could actually cover maybe a listener email as well today and we get on to actually one of our little topics about, I was going to maybe talk about, well, we'll do our listener email first. So our first listener email, actually, is from Freak Zombie. I believe he's on the Sideshow Freaks message board, knowing that name probably looks familiar, doesn't it, to most people? Mm, yeah. yeah. He goes, he loved the podcast. Uh, I need to increase my mic. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. How about, uh, since Hot Toys is pretty much on their A-game now, I really don't see them improving and revising any more of their newer figures, do you think they'll stop with the re-releases? Has the re-releases re hurt the secondary market? What What about their broken promises, i.e. releasing news of new figures to be released late in 2012, but not even a pre-order or teaser picks available until now? I'm assuming there he's probably aiming that, say, like the uh, the one-fourth uh, Terminator 1 that they were doing, which we saw a teaser of, like, ages ago, and we haven't heard yeah. a peep out of it since. No. So, I mean, I'm just wondering what you guys... Uh, thanks, thanks for that question, by the way, Freak Zombie. What do you guys think about I that? I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I, I mean, I just get the feeling that you know, Hot Toys are a reasonably big company, but they're not massive. Um, so you know, they've only got you know a certain amount of a certain pool of talent, a certain amount of people they can actually use to, and they, they're picking up you know better and better licenses on a daily basis. And I just think you know something's got to give. At the end of the day, they've got these licenses sitting there on the back burner, um, and I'm sure they're being worked on. You know, I'm sure that you know there's a lot of backroom stuff being worked on as we speak. But until they're happy that they're you know they've got something that the licensee is happy uh, you know is approved, and and, and Hot Toys as a company are happy to show. I, I just think it's um it's a it's a much longer and slower process, and I think a lot of collectors actually give it credit for um, I mean you, 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 we spoke to uh, to Mark from um, uh, from Big Chief a little while ago yeah. uh, and, and as, getting a figure out particularly for a new company I mean Hot Toys aren't a new company but getting any figure out I think from from the from the planning stage to the design stage to the approval stage to the manufacturing to the boxing to the distribution it's a big ask it's a big thing it's not just like you know knocking figures out and I think a lot of collectors don't really grasp or get that I guess well, that's so. what I think personally I guess that maybe some collectors would maybe then argue then that, you know, something like Avengers figures can, like, you know, be advertised and shown within a year. And I guess yeah. I guess with something like Avengers, but I guess maybe would I be correct in saying that there, there's a huge, big, massive bit of money involved with the Avengers. It's kind of a, a bigger deal. Oh, with, yeah. With Terminator yeah. stuff, it's an older license. Things, It's not as immediate. Whereas with Avengers, you kind of got to strike while the iron is hot kind of thing. Yeah, it's a timing Absolutely. issue, and there can yeah. be timing issues that we don't know about too. Even on the Terminator side, the licensor might say, "You know, we wanted you to do this in a certain period of time, but now that we think about it, maybe the timing would be better if we waited." Um, and there's, a, you know, the thing that always amazes me is the amount of contract stuff that can go on in the backside, and even personal issues. You can get people involved in the contract negotiations between the licensors and licensees that have personal issues with each other. I've seen that happen, and all oh, of a yeah. sudden things come to a standstill. And and months go by before they can get things going again. It's it's not as cut and dry yeah, as Jeff said, as a lot of people sometimes think it is. So there can be delays. Now, as far as Sideshow being at their A game, they certainly are at the top, I think, of where they've been. Uh, that doesn't necessarily preclude them from making some more improvements, though. I think there's some areas they could they could still get better at. Um, so, but I do think we're probably going to see a few, a, a little less of the re-release uh, cycle, at least from them. Um, it's nice to see that we're starting, you know, with this work that they've been doing more with with Hot Toys on the sideshow or uh, the Star Wars side. That we're starting to see more than just troopers. Yeah. Yeah. Um, again, yeah. you know, that was that was it was nice to get a whole lot of troopers there for a while, but it's uh, a lot nicer that we're also starting to get some humans mixed in and uh, and a fair number of aliens too. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess that would be one of the licenses as well that, you know, we'd like them to to do actually re-releases of all in regards to Hot Toys anyway, would be yeah. aliens actually. We all want them to actually re-release aliens, don't we? And yeah, I, so I, yeah, I think I think I think there's definitely some room for getting those uh, colonial marines out again. I think um, I think there's a when you think how popular they were first time around, and you know the, the the sculpts were very far from perfect, the portraits were very far from perfect. But you know we all kind of just lived with it because it was like something we'd waited for and wanted for so long. I think if uh, if they were to revisit that and get a full license uh, to actually you know depict the uh, the actors and actresses as, as as well as Hot Toys are now capable of. I think that I think they'd be a, they'd be a no-brainer to a lot of people. But it's like you were saying, you know, at the moment they have to concentrate on the really hot licenses. So they need to get the Avengers out quick because it's selling well and they're selling the hot cakes. And 
you know, how long uh, there'll be another film out in a, in, a, in a couple of years. So they'll be re-releasing all these figures again in new outfits and, uh, you know, and possibly, hopefully, even slightly better than these ones in as far as the sculpting and the painting goes. So they they realise they have to get those out quick. Whereas the the, cla the classic icon kind of figures, you know, the, the Terminators or whatever, then you know, the fans are going to be sitting there on their hands waiting for them to come out and they're going to be saying, saying, take my money, here it is, as soon as it comes out anyway. They know they can kind of rest on the laurels a little bit with those um, but but the other ones I think they realise that unless they get out before the new film um, you know the, 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 there's there's no point in it because they're going to be doing the new figures so they need to get them out quick Where's my new I, uh, I, I got I to run up and get my power cord here for a minute give me three seconds and I'll be right back and then I wanted to say something about that exact topic cool yeah. well I'll, I'll discuss my lack of Numi Rapace from Prometheus where's my, where's my Prometheus figures we yeah, saw I, that I, on the I, table. We, we saw that the, oh, the, the, the enemies. Yeah. What's the what's the, what's the guys called the enemies? The plastic enemies. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Like on those magazine things, we saw like the new Mira Pace uh, uh, Prometheus yeah. thing. Well, like, well, Hot, Hot Toys, Hot, yeah, Hot Toys released um, that image, didn't they? That kind of teaser image of all the stuff that they're working on. Yeah. Uh, and and we, you know, we those of us that are geeky enough who clearly see that there was a there was a uh, a banner figure in there of you know pre uh, yep. Hulk. Yep. Um, we could see the Batman, um, you know, kind of Hall of Armor, or the Bat sort of Hall of Armor, sorry, the Batman armor kind of cabinet in the background. Oh, yeah, uh, and there, there was a hint of Ed 209, and, uh, oh, you know, yes. the endoskeleton was there. Um, but yeah, you, we could definitely see the Prometheus um, uh, female spacesuit. And she seemed quite uh, far ahead, too. Yeah, and uh, and that is, as I'm with you, Eamon, on that one, I, and that is one that I'm really looking forward to, because uh, although the film had its problems, uh, you know, I, I, funnily enough, I just watched the Blu-ray again last weekend, yeah. and it grows on me more every time I watch it. It's, kind it's, of, it's, 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 one, it's, it's one of those movies. It, I know it's not perfect, but it's still a smart science fiction movie, which is something we yeah. don't often have, and that's why it's so good. Yeah. I'm wondering... Would, so, because uh, if you look at the material on the Black Widow figure, you, you do wonder whether the Prometheus figure will have a similar sort of... Because, I mean, the, yeah. they've really nailed the material on this Black Widow. It's perfectly yeah, stretchable. Yeah. I mean, it really is yeah. quite, quite lovely material. Because it's even got, like, you get right in there and it's even got little print and little sequences printed on there, yeah. little lines and stuff like that. You do wonder whether, uh, what, what we're seeing with the Black Widow, whether, whether the um, Prometheus figure will up, be up to this. Yeah. I'm assuming it will be. When you see the Black Widow, that's what makes me more excited for the Prometheus figure. It's like, oh, my God, the new Mira Pace figure is going to look awesome in that case. Yeah. Hope. And I, th I think the only thing that we, you know any of us when the, uh, worry about when they when they are test casing new uh, fabrics or uh, or finishes or you know ways of uh, manufacturing and fabricating this stuff is uh, it's exciting to see that they are coming up with such amazing kind of problem solving ideas and the way that they can kind of bend and uh, and be used. But the thing that kind of really worries everyone is okay, how's it going to look in five years from now? Yes, you know, how's that it going to look on the shelf? How's it going to look when I, you know, one that I put into storage and I break it out in five years from now and I want to put it on my shelf, how's it going to look? Is it just going to crumble to dust or is it going to be fine? Um, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I think, you know, I know there's been a lot of problems um, with, um, with various figures from various companies over the years. The only one that I've really suffered with is, uh, is my Ed 209, who's, uh, who's kind of uh, the cowl over the top, the rubber cowl. Yeah, the rubber thing. Is deteriorating kind of uh, more and more because he's one of the few that I've got on permanent displays. I can see him from where I'm sitting now, yeah. and uh, yeah, he's he's kind of like breaking down. But they're going to revisit that, and I'm hoping there'll be a lot more kind of articulation in the next version, and uh, and they'll hopefully address that with a more solid because it didn't need to be rubber. I don't even know why they did it in rubber the first time round. It's such an easy. It would have been an easy texture thing to uh, to affix as just a solid. 
uh, and then um, and then just painted it. But um, but they went the way they did, and that's cool. But it just it's not cool because it's breaking down. What's but, the um, what's the oldest hot toy you have? What's the oldest hot the toy? The oldest. You have? Well, well, I, 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 from the very first, I have the first two, um, the, the the Reese um, car, uh, from, from Terminator and uh, and the, and the kind of the original T eight hundred, which was kind of before they obviously got the license to yeah, depict Arnie or anything. It's, it's yeah, it's kind of never appeared that way in the movie. But I have those. Um, I also have uh, the um, figure of um, his name's on there. We were just talking about aliens. Um, Hicks. Hicks, yeah, Hicks. Um, so yeah, I mean, they, those were some of the early ones, and, and yeah, I the picked scar. up all the Marines too. That was that was some of the earlier stuff. Yeah, that was amazing, and the, and the Scar Predator, I think, was one of the early ones that I picked up. So um, yeah, I, the, the only ones I didn't really pick up in the early days were the kind of the uh, the, the Rambo ones. But they also did. Didn't they also have a few that were you know, some of the unlicensed stuff that they did that was just military before that? I remember the first time yeah. I saw them was at Toy Fair. Must have been 2002, 2003, 2004, yeah. somewhere in there. There, and they had this. You know, Merit. The the um, Merit does a lot of uh, importing for of a lot of the different smaller companies out of Japan. Uh, yeah. And Merit had a booth at Toy Fair in the Javits Center that was just a little small booth. And they had like this off to the one side, this little display that was one little board that showed the figure, you know, the new Hot Toys articulated bodies coming, blah blah blah. And uh, I remember thinking I was so impressed with how much they were improving on the base six scale yeah. body even then. Mm, um, yeah, but well, we yeah, were, it's been a long time. Just before you left, well, likewise, uh, uh, sorry. Just before you left, uh, Mike, we were just talking about like uh, how how the, we were discussing how the figures are going to hold up in twenty years time, and like whether, as, as Jeff was saying, if he's going to take one out of the oh. box and storage in ten years time, will it deteriorate like the dome on the the original uh, ED two hundred nine? What's the oldest kind of figure? Have you have, have you experienced any of that yet, Mike? Because you've got a well, it, fast you know, connection. it seems very hit and miss. Like I would have expected, uh, since we're talking about aliens, I was expected the two spacesuits um, to have trouble, right? Because they were yeah. completely rubber. Yes, uh, from aliens, uh, the Dallas know, the, and the, whole, the uh, yeah, the Dallas the, the, the and, and Kane. Yeah. They, they were completely rubber, and I've and and might have been out on display the whole time, and there's no trouble whatsoever. Whereas yeah. the comedian, which is what you know, five years later, um, my comedian does have that trouble where that that's that material is starting to degrade on his vest. Um, really? So yeah, I think it's a really hit or miss, and none of the, you know these figures are right by each other. It's not like one's getting a different environment than the other one is. So. Yeah. Um, and it could be just simple differences in the manufacturing process. You know, I'm yeah. betting that <clears throat> as good as Hot Toys is, you know, they are outsourcing a lot of this yeah, stuff, you, and they get different different quality from different vendors. It's like we're worried about the '89 Batman. Like I think some people might be worried about the '89 Batman. And, and well, even you know, we were just talking about the Halo. You know, underneath that armor, what's holding that armor together on the Halo figure is a rubber, sort of that rubber suit. Now it's the real high-end neoprene feeling, you know, diving suit almost kind of rubbery material mm-hmm. so you hope that it is going to last a very long time but still you don't really you, you can't be sure yeah okay well, that's, that's just, yeah, I was just going to say because I, I, there are figures I've went to storage I haven't looked at my comedian for a long time pretty much since I reviewed it he kind of went into storage straight away uh, and because yeah, it's like you say you kind of read stuff online about the fact that they've been breaking then I'm just thinking when I finally open him up what's he going to look like is that thing going to fall apart I've also heard some kind of bad stories about the um the Medicon Vaders, and I have I have both of uh, both of those. Uh, I've heard that their suits have kind of like broken down, and, and the, the kind of leathery, kind of plasticky surface on them is uh, is kind of just disintegrated. 
Um, so I'm just hoping that when I finally get around to getting to those boxes uh, in my kind of uh, Indiana Jones storage uh, shed at the end of the movie, uh, that I'll uh, I'll find that they're not that way. And it could be just be something like a simple. It could it just it, but it's fluky because not everybody's Iron Man's undies went pink. Mine went pink. Iron Man Mark Six. Yeah. My my one my ones are definitely definitely a little bit pink. Not massively pink, but definitely noticeably pink. And but yet not everyone has. So well, I was recently reading. I was recently reading. I can't even remember what figure it is now. So this isn't particularly helpful. Um, about some people who it was a particular Hot Toys figure. But those that had, had it on display, the the the, the, the suits had hold up fine. Those that had kept them in the boxes, uh, they'd started to degrade, and they were wondering for some kind of chemical reaction going on with the plastic the, uh, that's used in the packaging. Um, this isn't particularly helpful because I can't remember what figure it was. But um, but yeah, you know, you just don't know. I think you know a lot of this is an unknown quality because it's like it's they're, they're they're kind of researching and creating new fabrics for a lot of these things to fabricate them from because they need to uh, to to do things that you know other figures don't. Um, but the, the, the long uh, the long story is that we don't really know how they're going to hold up. It's a bit of a gamble on that one, but let's let, let, let's hope they'll at least last for a good twenty years. I mean, I, mm. I went up, I went up to my attic and you know I went up to just check my old He-Man figures, and some yeah. of them are starting to get you know the old little spots that they get from some of them. Not all of them, but some of them are. And so that kind of bothers you because it's like, well, well, then again, I suppose they are thirty years old, so that's fair going. If these could last yeah. this long, we, we, you know, we, you'd, you'd hope that. I mean, you you just hate for things to to break down and deteriorate like that. I took my old Action Man, G.I. Joe, for those Americans out there. Uh, yeah. My Frog Man. I went home to, uh, home to Ireland check out, check out my figures in the attic and I took out my Frog Man. He was a perfectly mint in box Frog Man. Well, I, not mint, well, he was open, but perfectly conditioned in box. Took him out and literally, I mean, the wetsuit just disintegrated in my hand. I mean, it just... <laughs> It was like it was like, it was like that scene in Watchmen where a dude's skin falls off and flays apart. It was just like it just fell. Up. I was like, "Oh my god!" So you know, it, it, it does kind of depress you a little bit that you spend all this money yeah. on figures. You, you you would hope they would be able to hold up, but it is heartwarming to hear that Mike hasn't actually encountered any serious. I mean, what is what's the oldest figure you have on display that you can look at, Mike? What's the oldest figure? You have. Are you talking about just in general across all lines? Yeah, across all lines. Yeah, um, uh, probably uh, either my Captain Action Doctor Evil from what sixty six or sixty seven, or my nineteen sixty eight uh, astronaut GI Joe talking astronaut. Talking, and you have those out of the box. Yep. Oh God, yeah. And they're on display, and they're holding up fine. Yep. Oh yeah, there no problems with either one of them. But you have an air conditioned house, don't you? Of course. See, maybe maybe moisture. I mean, maybe those little um, moisture things that you get inside the Hot Toys box, maybe those in storage are bad for a figure kept over long years because maybe these figures need a little bit of variation of temperature. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe Who they dry them up too know? much. Who knows? Yeah, you never know. And, you know, like I'm going through all my boxes right now. I'm actually trying to make this massive project of cataloging and, and taking a photo of everything I'm going to keep and selling stuff and getting rid of some stuff and storing some stuff. It's massive. Anyway, as I go through it, it's interesting because I'll open up a, a container that has carded figures in it. And these will be carded figures from, you know, the 80s, mid-80s, let's say. Yeah. And one of them will look, abs- you know, the bubble, the, the plastic bubble on the, the, the card will be perfect it'll look absolutely clear and the next one sitting next to it is yellowed and you know it's the same line it's the same it's in the same environment mm-hmm. there's no difference other than whatever went on when they manufactured it you know however they mixed yeah. the plastic that went yeah. into the to the that particular bubble and and so it's yeah it's almost impossible for you to know 
how they're going to hold up over that kind of period of time. Hell, you might be dead. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, we I don't remember, hold up all that well over a third year. <laughs> I even remember reading on, on some kind of geek website somewhere about apparently some of the kind of early um, uh, Hasbro kind of Star Wars figures, that some of the paint that they used on the actual figures can, can discolor the, the bubble within. So it's kind of, a, it's, as you say, it's just like Russian roulette. Yellow stormtroopers, yay! <laughs> Everyone had a yellow stormtrooper. I mean, oh, I'm God, sure I'm everybody had a yellow stormtrooper. Am I right? Yeah, I have to admit, I haven't got anything on display as old as as, as my stuff. I mean, I've still got all my original. Um, what, what, what if you were in the UK were Palatoy, but they were kind of the Kenner's the original little Star Wars figures. I kept all of those. Obviously, sold off all the spaceships in my kind of wayward youth because you know to fund beer and. and they go yellow as out. well. Yeah, oh yeah, but they're, they're the only kind of things that I kept. I mean, I've, I've still got my old, um, it was kind of Mago, Mago-sized uh, Do- Doctor Who figure of, uh, of uh, the Tom Baker figure. I've still got him somewhere in Canine. Um, but yeah, I, I was pretty bad. I like, like a lot of people, during my teens, I just sold it all off and got rid of it, and it kind of got back into it in the kind of, uh, in the, in the kind of early 90s, really. Yeah. Well, so that's, uh, that's On that kind of, hopefully... Fingers crossed our action figures will uh, last note. I think maybe we could round off the show there, gentlemen. What do you think? Cool. Unless there's anything specific, guys, any little nuggets you want to drop in? Oh, one little nugget. I've just seen that ACI Toys, and anyone who's paying attention, when they get the ACI Toys Priscus figure, you'll know why I'm talking about them a lot. Um, It's a Montelier. Just when you get the ACI Priscus figure, then you'll just look at the box. Um, (laughs) uh, uh, They've got the Lord of the Rings license. Now that is exciting. Oh really? Yes, oh, ACI really? toys have the Lord of the Rings license, so oh, that's going to be very I've, interesting. I, I do still have my complete collection of the of the did um, Dragon in Dreams uh, Lord of the Rings figures, um, which I, they were very far from perfect, but I still really the outfits on them are really cool, uh, and I just so wish they'd managed to do the the, the second wave that they had planned with all the orcs and. Uh, yeah, I had a few of those. We didn't get a full fellowship there, though, either, did we? No, no, we didn't. No, we didn't no. get a fellowship from Sideshow, of course. So hopefully no. we'll finally get ourselves a fellowship. At least, at least they gave us a good Gimli. Yeah. So, uh, so you could you could fill out the kind of Sideshow. Yeah, that was I, wasn't that the last uh, one they did. I think it produced. I mean, I don't know if they came out stacked. They all seem to just like come out in a splurge. All six were just like there. Um, and, and as you said, I mean, the um, they had the metal weapons, right? That's right. Yeah, and and the outfits were really beautifully constructed, but the the portraits were were pretty poor. Uh, yeah. Even, even yeah, for the well, time, yeah, even great. for that period, they were pretty. Yeah. Poor. But but yeah, yeah the, I like the metal weapons. That that was real popular there yeah. for a while. We aren't seeing it quite as quite as much these days, but yeah. uh, that was popular there for a while. What was the other company that did a lot of those with the gladiators and? Uh, oh, um, you used to um, you used to yeah. quite a few of those. Uh, They're gone now. Too. Yeah. Okay, so just to finish off the end of the show, uh, what uh, what figures are we looking forward to the most? On the, on the, well, as I said, I've got Loki anyway, so we're looking forward to. It. Of course, I'm chomping at the bit for the Hulk. Cannot wait for the Hulk. Um, yeah, I think we've mentioned that before. Yeah, I think the big green guys uh, on on all of our kind of wait lists. So besides the green guy, what else? What else you got coming that you're excited about? Or Mikey, what? you are. Well, actually, the Hulk is the only thing I've been jonesing for. It, and again, that's because we've had a delay in here. We were expecting him. What, a couple of months ago, right? Was what are we getting now? Uh, I haven't heard a new date. Have you heard a new date, Jeff? No, no, I haven't, no. Uh, yeah, I, I think and, it's uh, just uh, suck it and see. Suck it and yeah. see. We'll Looking to find collectible figures at low cost with superior customer service? 
Fanboy Collectibles is one of the largest retailers of high-end collectibles on the east coast of the USA. Carrying a full array of hot toys, enter-based, sideshow collectibles, 3A and all the top manufacturers. The Mexican International package is shipped daily, all fully insured with tracking number and securely packed. Getting it to you as quickly is important, but not as important as your collectibles arriving in pristine condition. Are you looking to pre-order an item to guarantee you don't miss it when it's released? Well, Fanboy Collectibles does that too. If you got a question about an item, give them a call, shoot them an email, or even leave them a message on their Facebook page. Fanboy Collectibles is available full-time to respond to you and to get your items to you as quickly as possible. Anyone can make a sale. Fanboy Collectibles knows the key to being successful is repeat customers. That comes from doing the right thing by you and making customer services their priority. Fanboy Collectibles. For some it's a hobby, to them it's an obsession. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Until the big green guy shows up, if you feel there's any topics we should be covering, please do let us know. You can email me, amen at amenart.com, or you can contact Mike at his website, which is... MWCtoys.com. There's a thread <laughs> on the Sideshow Freaks message board about the podcast, so go in there and have a, have a gander in there, post any questions you'd like on there. Gentlemen, if you'd like to give our guests a good adieu... Adieu. Adieu. And adieu from me, your host. On our upcoming future podcast, we'll be having some very pretentious guests on our show, so we hope you'll join us. All of us here at the very classy Hot Toys cast wish you a very good evening. And as with any high-end action figure, always, always handle with care. Good night.